0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests,
1: and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
2: The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com.
1: Local and national outdoor news, up-to-date seasons, gear reviews, and tips that you can actually use. There's a little something for everyone. It's all at your fingertips right here, right now, on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And it's brought to you in part by Zeiss. We make it visible. And to learn more about Zeiss Sport Optics, head for zeiss.com forward slash sports. And now, Jim and Trav.
0: I have two guns, one for each of you. Classic, Tombstone, great show! Love it. Saw it a thousand times. Say hello to my little friend! Scarface. Ten thousand times. That show is epic. That made me, uh, I don't know, it made me want to be Cuban is what that show wanted. <laughs> no, okay, Um, obviously our politicians, mainly going? Jerry Brown... They've been watching these shows way too much, and I think Al Gore is right. You know, he came up with that whole, um, parental advisory label, um... It must be that music in movies, television influences our thoughts and actions. Correct, Jim? Yeah. It would be apparent because Jerry Brown, he's been watching this crap too much, and he thinks that the OK Corral, we're gonna
4: reenact that. If ride. we, have, if, if we have open carry, yes. Oh, Daisy, yeah, if you do. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have the OK Corral okay. all over again. <laughs> I
0: like how you're following your mic as it moves, Jim. That was sweet.
4: So, hey, Jim, what are we covering this week? Hey, we're covering the Second Amendment and current gun control issues. And so, in this week's Ram
1: Outdoor power block it's kind of like driving a ram truck that name me,
4: something. ho <laughs> Hey, we're going to hear from Frank Minniter, who is the executive field editor of American Hunter, plus Judy Rhodes with Diva Wow. Then we'll also be taking calls from Kurt Mueller with Campus Concealed Carry, Bill Gaines with California Outdoor Heritage Alliance, Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties, Mark Mueller with Max Motors. You're going to like this guy. How about Unprose Chance Orth? And Bill Miller from the North American Hunting Club. Yeah, so first of all, we're going to kick this off by
0: covering Fast and Furious. And we got uh, Frank Minniter on the line, as Jim said, just a second ago. Now, um, what the government did, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, they took 1,500 to 2,000 guns and they sold them to Mexican cartels. I know everybody was thinking we're going to have Vin Diesel because um, we love bad acting. Obviously, ATF and Paul Walker, they suck at everything they do. <laughs> um, it's true. Jim right I think Paul Walker's Career plus old um He was good on that shark thing though Yeah I can't think of the name of the show Anyways doesn't even matter his career went south And so did the guns Um Uh, Jim, here, here's what they did they, okay. they took the guns and they sold them to Mexican cartels Now Frank, what do you think that, You know, Obviously they say that they were trying to crack down on crime and corruption And um, all these heinous crimes that are By being By starting crime and corruption Exactly So what do you think, honestly, their whole rationale and purpose behind all of this was To the best of your knowledge What do you honestly think they were trying to achieve?
3: You know, it drives me crazy as an an investigative journalist. I keep digging and digging into this thing, Um, interviewing ATF officials, whistleblowers, uh, gun store owners, and and so on. And the only only rationale I can come up with for this is political. Because they didn't track these guns. There were no GPSs put in the guns to track them going across the border. They weren't working with the Mexican authorities. Right now, of course, the attorney general of Mexico says these guns have been used to kill now 200 Mexicans, an estimated. Uh, Of course, they've killed a U.S. Border Patrol agent, at least one and possibly a second one inside Mexico. So not being tracked, letting them go across the border and killing all these people. And the Department of Justice, as we follow and trace this down, of course, um, Congress is investigating and, and, and now subpoenaing uh, the Attorney General Eric Holder. Um, they're not giving the right answers. They're they're kind of they're going back and forth and they're they're being very flippantious about this whole thing. So we, we we're trying to track it down. So the only rationality can really come up with it as you as you trace this whole thing is political.
0: Now, Frank, um, think about this. All right, they're saying it is inhumane to protect our borders and to put up fences. All right, but they will ship. 2,000 guns, and what you just stated is these have been linked to over 200 murders, all right? Where is the logic in any of this?
3: Well, there isn't any logic, and that's been the problem when you start interviewing the officials. They don't have uh, cohesive answers to why they would do this, not track the firearms. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Then you interview the ATF whistleblowers who just got fed up and were literally fighting with their superiors saying, we can't do this, we have to track these guns. He um, ask them and they say there's no law enforcement reason for letting these guns as they as they say walk across the border into the hands of violent Mexican cartels.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah now the thing is let's take it like one step further. you've mentioned that this was all political. What do you think the political ramifications would have been if this would have continued then?
3: Well, if it continues and the guns are still out there so it kind of is still continuing. Um, I, I think they're using it for, for politics. I think they were, they were caught in this lie that 90% of the guns used in Mexico, using crimes in Mexico, were coming from the United States, which is yeah. shown to be absolutely false. It was only based on the guns Mexico was sending back to the United States for a check that they thought came from the United States. Totally untrue. And Barack Obama, our president, actually had used that fact. So it just seems to me they're trying to send guns into Mexico to change the figures, to have a rationale for... For, for more gun control, especially on our, our U.S. border. It, that's the only rationale, unfortunately, that you can come up with at this time.
4: Well, the thing is, it doesn't just affect the, the uh, gun control on the borders. It really affects the whole United States, doesn't it? Because you can't make oh, one rule just for one area of the country yeah. and not be the same for others. And so now we're going to say, you know, you can only buy so many guns in so many days, buy so many bullets or whatever it may be. And, uh, I mean, that is a tighter control on our Second Amendment, isn't
3: it? That's exactly what it is. And, and the Obama administration has pushed forward uh, with, with tightening uh, now gun sales on the border, something that the uh, National Shooting Sports Foundation has filed a lawsuit over. So that, that's headed to the courts. They're trying to treat them differently. But that, absolutely, that, that affects all of us.
4: Yeah. Well, and also in, in your article, you mentioned that a convicted felon who is not supposed to have a weapon at all was given a free pass to be able to purchase weapons.
3: Two of them were, which leads you to believe the FBI, which runs the, the instant background check, the NICS checks, they must have been in on the whole thing. In fact, if you look back through the records, you find that there is one teleconference that had the director of the FBI on with the director of the ATF and a lot of U.S. Justice Department officials well and well, right in the beginning when this program started in October of 2009. So it, it's clear to me that the FBI was in on it.
0: Yeah. Now, Frank, we want to point out real quick, we're not pointing fingers at any party here. We're just saying that um, if you believe in this lifestyle and if you believe in the Second Amendment. You better be vocal because some major things are going to happen here in the next couple of years. And if we don't speak up, we might lose this right. Isn't that right, Frank?
3: Well, it is. And you look at the attorney general right now. I don't understand how he still has his job, given all the lies he's been telling. It's just unbelievable to me that he hasn't been fired.
0: Yeah, think about this. If I worked at McDonald's as a cook, if I were to sneeze in a burger intentionally or spit in it, I would be fired right away. Think about the hypocrisy in all of this. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense, Frank. No. But so. you
4: you got to admit, the ATF knows how to sell guns.
0: <laughs> they do. They're in the wrong business <laughs> yeah, here. I'm telling you. They <laughs> we, had to open a retail business. We need a whole bunch of rednecks out there doing their job <laughs> and put them in gun shops. You know. Yeah. Anyways, one more time, where do we have to head to, Frank, online to find out more about you and and your um, writings?
3: Well, I've got a website, frankminiature.com. Or well, you see links to all my books, and you can see free chapters and that kind of thing. Or you can go to AmericanHunter.org. All right, you bet. Hey,
4: we've been talking with Frank Miniter, and he is the editor of American Hunter magazine. Also, he's just written a book. You need to get it, Saving the Bill of Rights. But the one that I prefer is The Ultimate Man Survival Guide. It's probably on Amazon and all the various places you can... Uh, Buy these books. You just Google the guy. Put him on Bing. You can Bing him! But uh, Frank Manor, thanks for giving us a ring today. But hey, dude,
0: we uh, we got to get you another call real quick. Hey, thanks
3: for having me here, guys.
0: Yeah, you know, um, sometimes my wife calls me a diva. Whatever. But I don't think she means that in a good way. You know, she says, Trav, you're being a diva. But anyways, th- there is one good diva, and that's Diva Wow uh, Women Outdoors Worldwide. And uh, we got Miss Judy Rhodes on the line right now. Miss Judy, thanks so much for being on The Revolution.
5: You have a Texas diva.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, um, on one hand, you got the diva where someone's just being dramatic, but that's not what you guys are about. You guys are about our gals, I should say. You're about getting in the outdoors, kind of fellowshipping, making some bonds, but really instructing women about proper shooting techniques and stuff like this, aren't you?
5: Yes, we do. We introduce women to the outdoors. That is our big mission, and we help women discover their outdoor passions.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you finding that once the women get hooked, if you will, that they really become very, very emphatic about being in the outdoors?
5: Yes, and we have a lot of women that have never picked up a firearm or archery or have even been a part of the outdoors, and once they're in, they want to know more, and they're really seeking because, you know what, we help them find their – Uh, outdoor passion, and we empower women.
0: Yeah, you know, to me, correct me if I'm wrong, Miss Judy, I don't think that women are more excitable about the outdoors than men are, or young boys that get introduced to it. I just feel as though women, for um, the most part, were never given the opportunity to get out there and to experience this type of lifestyle.
5: No, they weren't, because I think, well, I grew up on a large ranch in Texas, Yeah, and we didn't really think that women should be anywhere but in the kitchen, but ah. I just took a stance and went. You know what? I'm going to learn, and I can outshoot my brothers. Give me a chance. <laughs> give, me a gun, give me the horse. <laughs> give me the saddle. Give me the rope. I'm out of here.
4: Yeah. yeah. Now you had just recently had an event where you taught uh, a bunch of women, and you'll have to tell us how many how to shoot an AR-15.
5: We did, and it was uh, we had a lot of first timers that had never even held a firearm before, and we introduced them to the AR-15s, and through DPMS. I've designed a leopard one, and this was very <laughs> exciting. The women had never even seen an AR-15 must-list held one.
0: Now, yes. why exactly was the AR-15, besides you designing one, your weapon of choice there?
5: Well, because it's uh, very light, it's uh-huh. very convenient, and it has a wonderful adjustable stock, so oh. if like a shotgun or a rifle doesn't have to be cut off, you can adjust it very quickly and immediately. And it doesn't have the kick that you would have on a larger gun, like a 300 Win Mag or something like that.
4: Okay. Now, the thing is, you have got a a lot of events coming up literally all over the country, but you've got an archery clinic coming up.
5: Yes, we do. We have that. It's going to be uh, our Cowtown Diva Archery Clinic, Saturday, October the 29th from 9 to 12. And we're almost full on registration. And it's going to be held at the Cowtown Bowman Archery Club, and that's in uh, Fort Worth at 9900 watercress drive
0: mm, and you can get on your website and actually uh register for that today if you want or whenever oh,
5: absolutely and you know what we keep all of our prices down very low so women don't have to go rob money from thompson or from albertson and it's just 25 dollars <laughs> oh you know,
0: that's to not too bad
5: everything and lunch is included
0: yeah yeah and this is a good thing too is um i believe that everyone needs to get their concealed and carry permit out there you know there's a lot of creepy people out there and it's a a sad Besides fact Chavonite. of life yeah even creepier than us and um i just think for um self-defense purposes you really need to attend some of you guys's clinics learn about this and then maybe further your involvement into the shooting sports um arena
5: well and on the back of one of our t-shirts it says we don't call nine one one, and you don't have time because you have to take it care of your future and your security
4: and your outdoors exactly all right we've been talking with judy rose she is the head of the uh, diva women outdoor worldwide well hey miss judy we applaud
0: you for your efforts in empowering women to get them into the outdoors what you're doing is absolutely fantastic Um, keep up the exceptional work, but hey, we got to get to a break, Judy. Oh,
5: thanks for having me. You know I love you
0: guys. Yeah, so <laughs> this is the Revolution. is brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find it at RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and Zeiss. That's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And how about NRA blog? That's NRAblog.com. But stick around because coming up right after the break, we're going to have Kurt Mueller, and he is with students for Concealed Carry. He's going to tell us about what just happened in Oregon. That awesome thing. got to stick around. It's coming up after this. Baby, those lips,
6: baby, saying something to me.
7: Woo! You're listening to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back.
8: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iRadioBlog.com.
1: For hunting, target, and long-range shooting, choose Zeiss Rapid C, the ultimate ballistic reticle. Now until December 31st, receive up to a $100 mail-in rebate when you purchase a qualifying rifle scope with Rapid C reticle. See your Zeiss dealer or visit zeiss.com slash sports for details. The new Ruger LC9 centerfire pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry. is also a full-power, no-compromise backup
9: pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for.
1: Sometimes you can
10: tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be Blackie, or Ronie, or Buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament, or its disposition. Like Wild Man, or Roller, or Bad Bob. Yeah. The name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a Ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, Ram.
7: Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC.
1: This is a revolution. Your home for anything outdoors is the revolution, baby. And you can find us at outdoortrailsnetwork.com.
11: When I try to fight it,
12: I can't even.
1: You're on the Revolution with you and Travel. The phone lines
4: are open at 785-846-7647. And you know what? We got Kurt Mueller on the line. We
12: do, we
4: do. But first, we gotta mention that today's music is
0: being brought to you by Justin Jones off of his uh, Little Fox EP. You can find out more about it by going to justin-jones.com. But as Jim said just a second ago, we are being joined by Kurt Mueller, and he's with the Students for Concealed Carry. And um, Kurt, the work you guys are doing is absolutely just phenomenal. And what just happened in um, Oregon is monumental in the Second Amendment movement. Because, um, as you know, the court system just overturned their ban on firearms at Oregon universities. And this truly is a step um, in the right direction for uh, Second Amendment advocates. Well,
10: that's true. And we're, we're very thrilled
11: with that decision from Oregon, which recognizes that campuses do not have the right in and of themselves to essentially pass law. You know, campuses are not legislatures, yeah. and they can't just by policy prohibit people from carrying on campus. And this has been something that we've seen in other states, too. The Virginia attorney general reached the same conclusion uh, last year. Uh, we have a lawsuit that's been so far successful in Colorado, which has reached the same conclusion. And we have legislatures in about half the states in our country uh, right now, that are looking to create similar uh, rules by uh, state law. So, this is a uh, trend that's ongoing, and we're very happy about that.
4: Yeah. Now, are you currently a student?
11: No, I, I graduated in two thousand seven.
4: Okay, but uh, now you're uh, you're you're working with the uh, students for concealed carry. Now, did you feel more safe or safer when uh, you carried?
11: Yes, I, I. You know, it's a decision I've made for myself uh, because I, I want to take responsibility for my own safety. I know the police do an excellent and professional job. Yeah. But if I need help, it's going to take them a couple minutes to get to me. And I know that, you know, when the crisis comes, I'm ultimately responsible for myself. So, caring is something I've chosen to do for myself because it makes me safer. And it does make me feel safer as a result. You know,
0: you know, while you're sitting there talking, I was starting to count the number of atrocities that have happened all across this country at um, um, college campuses. And, you know, we can't sit here, guys, and speculate and say that perhaps if somebody would have been carrying at Virginia Tech, that wouldn't have happened. You know, you don't know the circumstances, how it would have played out. You just don't know. But you would think that these perpetrators, guys, would be a lot more apprehensive to try and pull the crap they are if they knew, in fact, that there were kids on that campus that were currently carrying. And, you know, let's just put aside um, um, murder for a second here. How about all of the burglaries? You know, e- even better than that, rape. Do you know how many thousands of women are raped every single year on college campuses? And, and I, I can't think of her name right now, but um she um there's a young woman, I think she's from like Nevada or something like that. She actually had her conceal and carry permit, but the school she was attending wouldn't let her carry on campus. And so she was raped. I, I mean I mean, this is so sad. It's happening all the time, and um, I I just don't even know what to think about it anymore. I think
11: you're absolutely right. And I I applaud you for mentioning the rape issue because, you know, when people think about firearms on campus, they think about the larger incidents like Virginia tech. Yeah. And you know, fortunately those are very rare incidents. Yeah. But what isn't rare is the 3,500 rapes that occur on college campuses every year, the 4,000, uh, you know, robberies that occur every year. And we have murders that occur on or near campus every year. So the everyday kind of crimes that, uh, you know, normally happen, and we don't read about them because they're so common that they're just noise. These kind of things happen on college campuses, too. And, you know, the campus police, they have a system in place to try to deal with these scenarios, but it's not foolproof. And we've seen that time and time again. And people have the right and should have the right to defend themselves if they so choose.
4: Yeah. Now, what you are advocating, though, if you want to conceal carry, is to make sure that you're proficient with that gun, aren't you?
11: We believe that, you know, whatever systems the state has in place, that you know, we want to keep those systems in place. We're not trying to change, you know, who can carry or the, or the rules under which they can carry. We're just trying to change where they can carry. Yeah. Now you know, these people have proven themselves to be responsible when they carry in malls and Walmart and the movie theater. And they're going to be just as responsible when they're on college campus.
0: And uh, and also, sorry, Jim, you know a, a couple things that you need to do too. And I know, um, you get on a campus. Let's say there's thirty-five, forty thousand students. That is a city. And and I know that they're patrolled. But you know what? You got to be smart out there. Don't go anywhere alone at night. Don't go in. in Don't poorly put lit yourself it, into situations it, where you have to use that firearm just because you have it. Don't be stupid. You need to be so cautious. Now, if we want to find out more about you guys, Kurt, and where can we go to online and how can we get involved in what you're doing?
11: Well, our website is concealedcampus.org, and we're on Facebook as well, Students for Concealed Carry. We encourage you to sign up for both those things, and uh, we do have a mailing list as well that you can sign up for on our website. And we, of we course, encourage donations. We're, we're totally self-funded. Mm. Uh, We don't accept money from any other gun rights organization. Um, So all the money that we have is from individual donations, and we would would be thrilled if anyone would be willing to donate to us. Our donate link is on uh, org.
0: That's right. You you want to ensure the safety of our youth people? Um, please donate to this. This is such a wonderful cause here. They're doing great work. But uh, This is the Revolution is brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com and Versus at Versus.com and Steiner. That's steiner Binoculars.com plus Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter, at Cabela's.com. But you know what? You're going to want to stick around because coming up after this, real quick word from our sponsors. We're going to hear from old Bill Gaines. And he is with the uh, California Outdoor Heritage Alliance, obviously in California and um, he's going to tell us about the messed up crap that's happening out there. You guys and gals ain't going to believe it. It's wacko. Anyway, stick around. It's coming up right after this. But, uh, uh, hey, Kurt, man, thank you so much for coming on The Revolution and telling us about what you guys are doing. It's absolutely tremendous. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you.
11: Am I cut real small? I could use another friend. I could use another brand new star. Change your life and start living the revolution today
8: at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Every Friday, Versus Country is your home to the most respected hunters around. Starting at 8, it's elk fever. At 8.30, it's the buck stops here with Mike Hanback. Then at 9,
2: let's go hunting, boy.
1: Gun it with Benny Spies, only on Versus.
4: Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores with the best selection, prices, and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter.
7: Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit otistech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C.com today.
1: Jim and Trav are real outdoorsmen. You know, not like some of those fake jumps that front on TV.
5: You know you a joke.
1: And remember, they are the revolution.
4: You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. And we're going to La La Land.
0: Yeah, um, that's... Code for California Anyways, right now we're being joined by Bill Gaines And he's with the California Outdoor Heritage Alliance He's the president And you know, um, there's not very many things that scare me I would gladly take on Mike Tyson I know I'm going to get my face pounded in Um, I'm I'm, I'm scared crapless of Rosie O'Donnell but Rosie is a very unattractive person
9: Both inside and out
0: That that was good But no, all seriousness here There's one thing that frightens me more than anything And that's the state of mind of our politicians Right now in California And this really applies to Mr. Jerry Brown And uh, Bill, um, obviously He kind of pulled a fast one on us Last week um, with this new Billy Passed AB144 So why don't you kind of tell us how This is going to directly Affect us and possibly What this might lead into um, Further down the road
9: Well, I'll be happy to, guys. Uh, Yeah, California's a little bit different animal when it comes to political (laughs) decisions. We we certainly have a liberal legislature out here. We've got uh, very liberal demographics in our state, and boy, the policy decisions that are brought forth in the legislature directly reflect that. Every single year, we're battling gun bill after gun bill after gun bill. Sometimes we're successful, sometimes we're not. But this year with the new legislature and a new governor, we had a tough go of it. He did sign into legislature, into law rather some legislation that will ban the open carry of unloaded handguns here in the state of California.
0: Yeah, you know, um, they're saying that, you know, well, we just want to enact these laws to keep everyone safer. But that's not their true intent here. They just want to abolish the Second Amendment. They want to strip us of our rights to have firearms. And that is their true intent here. Let You know, we don't want to play this down and lead people well, in a I'll different you,
9: you way. Know, you know, the, the old adage that if, if you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns is really true. So <laughs> yes. What level of legislation is actually going to stop things that happened like what happened out here recently? And those things happen across the country. Yeah. You know, so I'm not so sure that legislation like this bill would actually stop that. But I will tell you that. When it comes to the open carry of handguns out here in California, it's not like people run around with, with the pistol on their hip like you know they did maybe 150 years ago. That's <laughs> simply not the case. Gunslingers. They are trying to go after our gun rights, and they're smart enough, the anti-gun crowd is smart enough not to try to go after them lock, stock, and barrel and just flat out outlaw guns here in the state. They chip away at them. They just chip away at our right to own, possess And to purchase firearms and munitions in this state, and that's exactly what AB-144 is intending to do, is just chip away a little bit at our Second Amendment rights.
0: Well, see, here's the deal. You you, you bring something up, and it's kind of like drugs, okay? The reason why the government isn't wanting to legalize marijuana nationwide is because they know if they do that five years down the road, people are going to want amphetamines legalized. They're going to want cocaine. You know, it has that domino theory, and that is exactly what is going to happen with our Second Amendment rights if we don't stand up and do something.
9: There's no question about that. And one of the big problems that we face here in California, like I mentioned earlier, is our demographics. 80% of our public lives in heavily urban areas, and they're yeah. just not familiar with hunting and fishing and all of the outdoor traditions that we've embraced for generations. So when the legislature is 80% Urban elected, representing urban constituents, when it comes to floating firearms legislation, by and large, their constituents love it. It gets them votes in the next election, and it's easy stuff for them to do. Hence, we get a pile of gun bills. We can yeah. deal with a lot of them, but every once in a while, they get one through, and this bill is just an example of one of those.
4: Okay, now give me an example of what you can't do. Now, say I'm out hog hunting there in, uh, in California, uh, and I'm using a handgun. Can I not do that any longer?
9: Now there are exemptions in the bill that was signed that allow you in in areas that are exempt, if you will, to go ahead and carry your handguns. But if you're if you're in a public incorporated area or, or even a public place in an unincorporated area where handguns typically aren't carried, if you're at the shooting range, you're fine. If you're if you're taking your gun to to uh, say your gunsmith to have it worked on in a normal course of business, if you will, you're fine on that as well. But if you just want to carry one down the street, unloaded on your
4: hip. You can't do that. Yeah. no, I'm, I'm a kind of a simple man. Now, if you have a concealed carry, you're okay, right? Correct. Right now, the way that it's signed in 2014, I can't carry an unloaded handgun on my hip. Okay. Well, can I carry a loaded handgun on my hip then? <laughs>
9: No, I, <laughs> but, but you know what? I, I like that approach. Yeah, good thinking there, Jim. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's be creative, Jim. I like that. There's yeah. ways of beating the system here, but you know, um, you're also saying that they now you're going to have to start registering come 2014. Long guns. your long guns, and you know, the, the, here's you know a lot of people are going to hear this and say, well, the reason they're doing that is so they can track them better if there's murders and stuff like that. No, actually, that's not the truth because what eventually they want to do is they want to take our firearms from us. And as long as those are registered, they know which doors to go and knock on. And that's the reasoning why they want it this way.
9: And that's exactly right. Again, this is a permanent registry. So it may not happen in five years. It may not happen in 25 years. But the fact is, is going to still be in existence 50 to 75 years from now. Whenever the point comes when they want to come and get those guns, that register will be in place. You know, and like I mentioned earlier, the handgun registry in California, permanent registry, has been in place for quite some time. It has never been proven to be a good crime-fighting tool. You know, and when you look at long guns, I mean, the percentage of long guns that are used in violent crimes out here or anywhere is... New, just teeny, minuscule. Is actually used, and of course, those are normally used by outlaws anyway. This bill will not serve as a crime fighting tool in any way, shape, or form, and frankly, it's a big invasion of privacy as well because the information that they ask you to fill out when you're either purchasing or even transferring a firearm, maybe to, or a long gun to maybe your grandson or granddaughter. I mean, they really dig into your personal business on this. So, not only is it unnecessary, it's a serious invasion of privacy
0: as well. This is horrible. Now, Bill, if we want to find out more about you in the California Outdoor Heritage Alliance, where do we have to head to on the web? And to do what this? can we do to help you? Yeah, what can we do, Bill? Well, I'll
9: tell you what. One thing that we depend on out here in California, because hunters and shooters are so heavily outnumbered is we need to make sure that everybody who hunts or shoots or cares about our Second Amendment rights here in the state is active politically. They have to because we're outnumbered literally about 95 to 5 when it comes to the state of California. So we need to make sure that everybody's willing to weigh in. When there's a bill like AB 144 on the governor's desk, we need everybody that cares about these traditions to be willing to send a letter in, make a phone call, weigh in, and let them know that this is just bad policy. And that's why the California Outdoor Heritage Alliance has what we call our field wire, which is a free Electronic email newsletter. We don't bury you with something every day. We only send something out when you really need to know about it. And we tell you what to write. We have given you a sample letter. What to write, <laughs> where to send it. We do everything for you but sign your name. But getting everybody out here in California and well beyond to weigh in when lousy policy proposals like this come up is incredibly important. So what they need to do is go to our website at www.outdoorheritage.org and sign up for our field wire. You bet.
4: Hey, we encourage everybody to get out there and be a sponsor. Go to heritage, uh, excuse me, go to outdoorheritage.org and sign up and uh, help these guys out. As much as you can Exactly But hey This is the
0: revolution It's brought to you by Ram Trucks At RamTrucks.com Plus Otis Technology At OtisTech.com And Ruger Firearms At Ruger.com But uh, coming up after this word From our sponsors We're going to hear from the one and only Nick Rhodes With Wildlife Properties And he is going to answer a question <laughs> But I have no idea who it's from Or what it's about That's it That's <laughs> it Anywho, we'll find out, I guess, after this. Um, But, Bill, man, thanks so much for uh, giving us a call. We know you're super busy. And, dude, keep up the hard work. You guys are doing a fantastic job out there. And I promise you, man, it's going to pay off in the future. Always my pleasure, gentlemen. All right, see you. Remember, Nick Rose coming up
12: after
7: this. Before, during, and after the show, the revolution continues 24-7 at
1: OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Your
9: internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports.
1: Zeiss Optics recently introduced their new Dialit Field Spotter. Field and Stream Magazine voted the Dialit Field Spotter as best of the best. It's a straight, rubber armored spotting scope with a built in variable eyepiece, offering 18 to 45 times magnification and has a magnificent wide field of view. The Dialit is lightweight and compact enough to fit easily into a backpack and puts you on game quickly when there's no time to spare. Check it out at your local Zeiss dealer or visit Zeiss.com slash sports.
7: If you're an avid outdoorsman searching for a dream retreat or an investor looking to create wealth through land ownership, Wildlife Properties can be your guide to finding Kansas land. Wildlife Properties offers real estate and management services for outdoorsmen and investors alike. Located in north-central Kansas, this area is one of the few places on earth where you can experience a unique combination of world-class hunting and fishing. Fertile crop fields provide enticing income while breathtaking views and endless sunsets calm your soul. Let Wildlife Properties be your guide to land ownership. Visit us online at mywildlifeproperties.com That's mywildlifeproperty.com.
10: This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, but did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey. Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com.
1: Using the simple sound tools of radio... You're locked on the Revolution. The magic word is Revolution. 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 With Jim and Trav.
4: You're listening to the Revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. And what is time is this? Well, Jim... Ah, uh, That was great, by the way. <laughs> no, we, it, we it's mail time, dude.
0: It is mail time. It's time
7: for the Revolution Mailbag.
0: Besides that, we got Nick Rhodes. He is our resident, resident. habitat expert slash real estate dude. The dude of mine. Here on the Revolution. <laughs> Nick, what Nick, a title. Nick Rhodes. With, uh, yeah, I'm going to put that on my business card. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties, man. Welcome back to the Revolution, buddy.
6: Hey, thanks. It's always my pleasure to be here, man.
4: You guys are the best spot of my week. There you go. Well, speaking of best spots, we got a guy by the name of Brett Coombs. Ah. I think it's Coombs or Combs out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. And he writes, dear Nick, I was in pooches the other day. No. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that was a good plug. (laughs) He says, my grandpa has a farm in central Nebraska that is mostly cornland. Imagine that. Any ideas (laughs) on how I could convince him to let me put some of it, uh, let me put some up? for habitat Woo, Jimmy. Did that read Did I read that right? Any ideas on how I could convince him to let me put up some habitat for my hunting addiction. For my hunting, holy, cow, I can't even read today. Son. He's and an old school it. guy, and thinks more highly of his farming <laughs> than <laughs> my hunting. Okay,
6: right. okay, okay. Let me let me, let me talk let me about ne- nepotism here.
4: <laughs> let me get the
6: gist of this. The guy has a grandpa, and the grandpa has a farm, and uh. he wants to hunt. And that's I kind of write, right, right? Okay. One, yeah, and he does want to say? do what okay. the cornfield. Let, let me just
0: um, <laughs> briefly um, summarize this. There's a grandson. Yes. Okay? <laughs> he has a grandpa that has a lot of farm ground, but it's mainly corn. He wants but to, this guy likes hunting, so he wants to put some of it into habitat, habitat. for his okay. addiction. Okay. How
4: can he go about that? Does <laughs> okay. that make it easier? Okay, yeah, yeah, Who the yeah, hell wrote this question? in here?
6: start paraphrasing.
4: <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't listen to these people that write these questions in. I'm trying to read <laughs> stuff into this thing. You know, a little anger.
6: <laughs> okay, this is an awesome question because it, it gets. I see this all the time, and yeah. especially now where, where uh, you know you've got a younger generation growing up watching these hunting shows and are becoming really passionate about the outdoors. Then you've got this mix of older generation that says, yep. um, you know, hey, first, if I'm a farmer, I'm worrying about the corn that I'm growing out there. And, and, yeah, for exactly. me to, to section off a, a, an acre or so for you to put a, a food plot is probably, uh, you know, not something that fits real well into my revenue plans. Uh, so I would say this, you know, to me, I don't think I've ever seen a farm field or, or very few of them, if that that are one hundred percent farmable. Exactly. And, and what I mean is that there are waterways and there's edges and there's bench rows and there's all these components that, you know, on an individual part don't make up a lot, but as a whole, when you start looking at it in big picture, land to land to land to land, they start to make a, a real impact on what you can do with habitat in those are the areas where you can go in, and you're not influencing or factoring into the farming operations. You're solely going in there to those waterways and those edges, and and utilize those areas as habitat zones. And, and you can. The key is to just go in there. A lot of times, those areas are made up of brome grass or or uh, uh, smooth grasses that are cool season grasses that aren't really conducive to habitat. They were initiated to put in there to help erosion and those kind of things. Well. Those areas can be burned out and then interseeded back with forbs, legumes, and other grasses that are native or warm season, bunch grasses, things that are going to be beneficial to habitat. Utilize those areas first and and look at it from that standpoint.
4: You bet. Now, another thing they can do is they can check the topo map for their area. And on this grandpa's property, check where there's funnel areas where they can enhance the habitat in those funnel areas, which is probably non-productive as far as crops go, and be able to uh, you know get some things put in there in a very, very minor way, and yet there's something to hold the animals in or at least to funnel through and maybe just linger for a moment.
6: You're right, Jim. I, I think a lot of people just, uh, you know, they look over the fact, or they get so caught up on, hey, let's build habitat and, and do those things, and that's great, and I am 100% pro-habitat. I think that's the very first thing that you should do. But even something as simple as, Making a funnel or enhancing a natural funnel, you know, can be key to hunting success down the road. Especially when you're talking about deer, uh, turkeys, any any kind of big game like that, uh, you know, you you can really utilize these areas to increase your
0: success. So, anywho, I gotta I'm gonna change the subject for just a second. You, you usually get, do. I do. Um, my wife is a mean, terrible person. <laughs> I hate you. you know, oh, don't sugarcoat it. Uh, who who is that lady? Um. Who, who's accusing the Pope of being a Nazi. Yeah, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, she was talking actually about my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, the, nice. remember, remember the soup Nazi on uh, Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seinfeld <laughs> no soup right, for you! Right, uh, right. right. <laughs> well, Nick, if we want to find out more about you... Uh, do you serve soup there? Yeah, uh, you're... <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> oh, where do we have to find you online and possibly some of your listings? I know you're looking for some new listings.
6: That's right. You know, we're uh, go to online to our website, mywildlifeproperty.com. It's www.mywildlifeproperty.com. We're on Facebook forward slash mywildlifeproperty. Yeah. Uh, go out there. You can check out our listings. We've got tons and tons of buyers right now that are looking for not only hunting properties, but farm properties, investment properties, those kind of things out in rural area, really becoming a big deal today. Uh, and certainly, Kansas is becoming a hot market uh, with the real estate, because it's just a progressive growth. The, the land prices are, are fairly conservative and have a lot of room to go up compared to other states. So, we've got tons of people that are looking. If you've got land that you're thinking about selling in Kansas, uh, give us a call and we can help you connect with those buyers. Uh, we'd love to take an opportunity to look at your property. And uh, we always do free assessments on, on what your land value might be. so there's no obligation to even list with us just. Uh Give us a call. Let us have a shot at
4: it. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it there. We've been talking with Nick Rhodes with My Wildlife Property. That's right, and this
0: is the revolution, Jim. It is? It is, just in case you didn't know that. I didn't know. Um, you seem a little bit uh spacey uh, today. Beyond
4: uh, recognition.
0: <laughs> this is the revolution brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com plus Otis Technology at OtisTech.com and Zeiss. Zeiss.com for sports. And uh, coming up right after this wonderful break, from our wonderful sponsors. We're going to hear from Mark Muller, and he is with Max Look, Motors. This guy's They're in Butler, Missouri. Got to stay tuned. It's going to be on. Grab, Grab your glass. Thanks much, time. Nick. Thank you. I need a little more
7: time. You know those talk radio shows that are really funny and super informational, and you just love the hosts? Well... That's not us. We are the revolution. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's
4: ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach go. made a mistake. All crazy crazy. <laughs>
7: NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth.
8: We ain't playing around here.
7: Voice America
1: Sports.
7: Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors.
1: Identify yourself. It's Jim. It's Trav. They have a radio show. Together they make the revolution.
4: This is the Revolution with Achievement Travel. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. And guess what? We're headed to the show me state. That's right. And you know what? It is October, and that means one thing.
0: It is time for great guns and gas giveaway at Max Motors. And right now, we got Mark Muller on the line. Mark, how's it going, my friend? Uh, you know, you, we have a good friend in common. That is the ATF. They're pretty fond of you, aren't they, Mark?
10: Yes, they, ATF and I are very close. We're, in fact, we're about as close as two, two coats of paint. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> now, I- exactly, you gotta kind of fill us in. Um, we know what it is, but tell our listeners exactly what is the great guns and gas giveaway.
10: Well, it started about four or five years ago. We gave away some Keltec handguns. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's when you bought a car, you got a free Keltec handgun. And we, we, we really did it because the Celtic handgun is, is a great little small gun for a woman. Yeah. Uh, or a, a man that wants to have one in his front pocket. But it's, you know, it is the true. You want to talk about equality, I'm a woman. She's not going to get raped. She's not going to get beat up or yep. abused.
12: Exactly. Um, so,
10: you know, we're really into equality. And we started giving these away, and it went over like it was big. I mean, yeah. it was big. Everyone went crazy. We had peace activists out there threatening our lives. And that, I mean, think, of the, think of the hypocrisy of that. Yes. Peace activists threatening to kill people.
12: <laughs> well, well, that's but, that's how you do things anyway, done.
10: I thought, you know, we'll just turn this up a notch, and we gave away AK-47s. <laughs> yes. and, my God, you would have thought we were, you know, we were raping children or something. Yep. Everybody went absolutely crazy. Now, of course... We're not giving guns away. No, no. I can't legally give somebody an AK 47 for buying a car for me. I don't think I can. And if I could, it would be irresponsible. I'm not going to hand a gun to just any Yahoo walking through the dealership. What we do do is give them a voucher toward the purchase of an AK 47. Yeah. We we recommend the U.S. manufactured AK 47s. Yes. And, uh, of course, you know, we had a huge success. We probably sold over 100 trucks more than we normally would have in the 30 day period. You got to understand, that's a lot for us. Because, you know, we only sell, I've got two dealerships, one in Butler, Missouri, and one in Nevada, Missouri, and we sell all the domestic brands. You know, we do 75, 80 cars a month per dealership. Mm. To sell an extra hundred trucks more than you normally would in one month,
12: that's huge. That's big. That is huge. That makes
10: the guy's entire year. Anyway, the ATF went crazy. Then the next year, we gave away... Uh, Barrett fifty caliber sniper rifle.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this guy. <laughs>
10: snipers and Vipers. If you bought a <laughs> Viper, you got a fifty caliber Barrett sniper
4: rifle. <laughs> <laughs> we have no shame. We have AK-47s. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, before we go on, Mark, uh, dude, got to
0: hand out your website real fast. Uh, people got to get on there, check out your your awesome inventory of vehicles. You know. Um, everybody, it seems like is always looking for a new car. Well, here's a way where you could fulfill that need. Plus, ding, 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 you could support the Second Amendment. So, uh, what is that web address, man?
10: Our website is MaxMotors.com. M A X Motors.com. Because we're in such a small community, there's only three thousand people in the town I'm in. Yeah, sixteen thousand the whole county. Oh wow! And we sell over fifty percent of our cars on the internet. We ship really, literally, all over the world. We just shipped a car not too long ago to New Zealand. Uh, We ship the used uh, Escalade to Moscow. Uh, We ship cars, especially we get old trade-in muscle cars, we ship them all over Europe. Uh, We ship pickup trucks all over South America, Mexico. I can't ship new cars out of the country, but if it's got over 7,500 miles, I can go up into Canada and and most countries without huge taxes and a lot of grief from the factories.
4: Yeah, now I I got two things for you. First of all, uh, if ATF had their way, they'd ship you to Leavenworth. And then also, uh, have you ever thought about hiring the ATF to sell cars for you? They do a really good job selling (laughs) guns.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but I don't don't want them sending them across the border. (laughs) illegally. They would have to actually pay for them before they send them down into Mexico. I, I
0: like how they spend all this money trying to shut you down. All right. And Eric Holder still has a job. That makes no sense to me at all.
10: Well, how about this? This is a true story. The ATF lady calls me. Yeah. They came to the dealership. I wasn't there. They call came again. I called them. We went anyway. I finally got a hold of the lady, and I said, "Ma'am, I said, let me tell you something. I told her the whole deal about the vouchers. I said, I'm not going to give people AK-47s. Number one, it's, <laughs> I don't even know if it's legal. I'm giving them vouchers, but it would be pretty immoral for me to hand somebody an AK-47 for buying a truck. You ought to see half of my customers. <laughs> I said, don't you people have something better to do? Like, I mean, you know, we got 9/11, we got terrorists, we got meth labs all over Missouri. These people are crazy. They're and it's, it, don't you have something better to do than worry about a car dealer just trying to exercise his constitutional rights and, and sell some cars? And she says, sir, we have nothing better to do. I said, well, <laughs> I, I that's unbelievable. And she said, let me tell you something, Mr. Mueller. The other morning, they started their White House briefing in the White House talking about your gun giveaway in Butler, Missouri. <laughs> I said, you're telling me the, the President of the United States and his staff, when they do their morning briefings, she said, you were top of the agenda, and they wanted you checked out immediately. And I was flattered. Yeah. She said, you think that's cute? I said, I'm flattered. I yeah. said, God, I didn't know the President of the United States knew who I was. I said, I, what, what great uh, promotion is this? And she said, well, you know, we don't, we don't find any humor in this at all. I said, well, I'm exercising my constitutional rights. That's too bad. But here's my, my question to you. How can they know about me doing that? And Eric Holden the President of the United States not know about thousands and thousands of guns being shipped across the border, given to drug cartels to kill U.S. citizens and border patrol agents.
12: Exactly. Exactly. exactly.
10: Think about the hypocrisy in that. They make Al Capone look tame. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now I got to tell you something. Uh, we were watching a clip of you being interviewed by Evan uh, Costello's daughter, I think, uh, <laughs> Carol Costello, and uh, on CNN, and uh, you uh, you took her to task.
10: Well, look, brother. Um, it's not fair. These people have no business getting in the arena with me, I'll debate <laughs> any liberal, any day on the gun issue. And, uh, you know, the, the real simple thing to do is just ask them simple questions back.
12: Mm-hmm.
10: You know, that's all I did. I just responded to a lot of her questions with questions. And, and quite frankly, um, that YouTube, you can get on YouTube and type, uh, in YouTube, you know, get on the internet, YouTube it, then type in max motors, AK 47 and start watch. I did eight different interviews with eight different news organizations that's domestic. I had to, I had two Russian TV channels come out. I did probably 150 radio interviews with the BBC.
12: Oh, man. Uh, I mean, this
10: got worldwide attention. Yeah. I had a guy from France call up, and we shipped him a used Tahoe. <laughs> he said, uh, uh, I want to buy an American car because I believe that, uh, and I want to buy
0: it from you. Well, you know, it's funny. She brought up, she said, I can understand giving away pistols. What is the difference? It, it, you know, they all shoot. They all go bang. They all kill things. They're just packaged differently. Why do people put so much emphasis on AK-47s? A gun is a gun.
10: I, I tried explaining that to that Fox News anchor babe. And <laughs> I said, look deer rifle she's well that's different i said no it's not no that. it's not let me put a 30 round clip in my my browning deer rifle and it's more dangerous than the ak-47 and she was clueless she looked at me like a deer in the headlight <laughs> like well i don't get it at all they don't understand if you have a, a, a plastic grip on the front and it's called an ak-47 or an ar-15 they freak out and call it an assault weapon but if you have a deer rifle with a 20 or 30 or 15 or whatever it is clip well, you know, then it's okay. I mean, they just don't understand. Like I said earlier, they really don't know. They're complete knee-jerk reaction people. And I got to tell you, everyone said you must hate him. I don't hate him. I I feel sorry for him. Yeah. And you know. And with my Christian upbringing, we actually pray for these poor people <laughs> that they would actually have a, just a bit of wisdom. But if you're an atheist, I think it's pretty hard to have any wisdom.
0: <laughs> we don't, what is the difference, honestly, Mark? All right. You have Ram. You, you sell uh, Ram products. Ram's a big sponsor of our show. They have the new Ram boxes with the gun holsters in them. Now, that's intended to buy a firearm, OK, and stick it in there. What's the difference between buying a vehicle that's accessorized so you can carry a firearm or buying a vehicle with a voucher to go get a firearm? There's no difference.
10: I got to tell you, Chrysler, I hope your listeners are listening. I'm a Chrysler dealer. I sell a Ford, Dodge, Jeep, Chrysler, and Butler. And in Nevada, Missouri, we sell a GMC, Chevy, and Buick. But I want to tell you, the number three man in the nation with Chrysler picked the phone up and called me and said, bravo, my friend. You're brilliant. Congratulations. Gave me his personal cell phone number in line and said, if you ever need any help from Chrysler, you call me personally. He said, you're the kind of dealer we need to invest in because you think out of the box. Chrysler was great through all this. Dodge was great. Dodge Ram. We sponsor the Dodge Ram rodeos. You know, there wasn't that many years ago where... You bought a Dodge truck, you got a shotgun. Yeah. And a
4: deer rifle. Yeah. You bet, you bet. But well, hey, we got to leave it there, Mark. And if you want to find out more about great guns and gas giveaway. That's right. Where do we have to head to online to do that one more time,
0: Mark? MaxMotors.com. That's right. Support uh, the Second Amendment and buy a new vehicle right there um, uh, from Mark. Anyways, this is the Revolution. Is brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com plus RugerFirearms at Ruger.com. Hey, Mr. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the Revolution, buddy.
8: Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
4: Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 366 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Maneri, and our guests such as Frank Minitor, Judy Rhodes, Kurt Mueller, Nick Rhodes, Mark Muller, Chance Orth, and the ever-lovely Bill Miller. I don't know about
0: that. Anyways, we want to say a big howdy as well to Justin Jones for supplying us with some great music in this week's show. Check him out at justin-jones.com. So coming up next week on The Revolution. Hey, we're going all Thanksgiving on your butts. We're talking about turkey on ain't we Jim? That's right. We're handing out tips. Techniques, calling strategies, all that good stuff. So uh, we are Jim and Traff. Your local news weather, stick around because it's coming up next. We love Ram.
2: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com.